Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Dayton, Ohio, it's time for Dayton Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Dayton Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today, I have with me Moses Basea, and he is with the Conscious Connect. Welcome, Moses. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate you for having me. I'm excited to be here for this call. Sure. For uh, those who don't know, please share a little bit about the Conscious Connect. How are you serving, folks? Yeah, um, the Conscious Connect is a community organization that focuses, that has a mission to provide um, quality opportunities in education, culture, health, and peace um, to the greater Miami Valley. Um, and what we do is uh, we focus primarily on um, educational opportunities um, around books, around culture relevant books. Uh, and then on the health piece, uh, we've built um, some parks, some green spaces within the region. And uh, we, we really focus on providing children um, who don't have opportunities to culture relevant books and play and play and play opportunities. Um, that's really what we focus on around the greater Miami Valley. Now, um, how did you come to uh, kind of support these efforts around children's rights? Why did that become important to you? Uh, it was important to me because, you know, I grew up around literacy. It was, it was a, it was a big thing in my life. And, uh, once I, once, uh, you know, my business partner, Carlos came to me and, and, and we were talking about, you know, education and, and those type of things. And, you know, the thought of, um, the book desert, the term book desert became part of our vernacular. And we learned, we did some research and learned about it and, and found out that, you know, kids, kids within, um, impoverished, uh, neighborhoods or in poor communities don't have access to high um, high quality culture relevant literature so um, from that perspective um, you know understanding that um, education and literacy third grade reading guarantee those are all critical things to determining if a child is going to be successful in the future so you know just just from that perspective uh, you know I just wanted to build something along with my business partner that we felt could have a long-lasting effect on the community and, you know, with the book deserts, you know, really working towards providing children that access became, you know, our calling card. Now, maybe you can share some advice to other people who want to take on a cause this vast. How did you kind of narrow down what you were going to be able to deliver and then focus in on that kind of like a laser beam to really work on that kind of as a priority rather than just getting bogged down by this seems like a really challenging Right. Uh, problem. And, and you can try to solve lots of it. But you said, Let, let's focus on the literacy side. And let's try to kind of solve that. Right. You know, um, the, the, there was just a lot of information, you know, and we, and we went to the community. Um, we did a lot of canvassing. Uh, we spoke to probably over 100, 200, up to 200 uh, business leaders, community leaders, um, politicians, just to get a, a general consen- uh, consensus on what we we're trying to accomplish. Um, and from there, understanding that our community or communities for that matter, um, they have a lot of resources. Uh, we kind of looked at it from a resource-based perspective, um, you know, from an asset-based understanding that there are already things within a community that might be impoverished that are strong assets that we could utilize. So from that perspective, rather than saying, oh, we don't have this in our community or we don't have that in our community, we said, well, we have, you know, 70 barbershops and beauty salons that we could tap into. We have all these different community centers that we could tap into. So we went to them. Um, spoke to them about what we were trying to accomplish, um, asked them exactly what it is that they wanted to see. And after those listening tours, um, we were able to then, you know, really 
really bogged down on what exactly we wanted to accomplish based on feedback from the community. So how did you know you were in the right direction? Like what kind of clues did the community give you that said, hey, you know what, this thing's got legs. I think that we have a chance to really make an impact. Yeah, I mean, you know, at that time, it was, you know, there was a lot of talk around third grade reading guarantee, you know, just kids who could not read uh, proficiently by the third grade are very likely to, you know, there are different indicators for where their life will go after that. So I think just the overall community understands that, you know, every, everywhere you go, people understand fundamentally what education means. And I think when, when you know, we were also providing, we we're offering to provide free resources to meet that need. So, you know, I think that the community just kind of rallied around that and they were very receptive and they were the ones that even told us where to put the books and how many they might need. So, um, you know, the feedback we got from from the community was very positive. We, you know, we rarely ever got um, people telling us no or people telling us this won't work. Everywhere we went, it was, oh, my God, thank you guys for coming. Um, anything you can do to help us, please bring it here. So from that perspective, that's how we knew we were on the right track because we we're getting general consensus from pretty much everywhere we went. Now, have you been able to get investment by some of the uh, businesses in the area where they're actually supporting the organization? Yeah, um, you know, we 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 receive um, a lot of support from the region, from the regional area, from, from some of the, the the larger foundations, some some business some businesses with with their foundations have, have also given us money. So yeah, we've received uh, most of our funding. I would say has come from from from. from from local, um, from local, just regular everyday people. And a lot of it is also not, you know, financial. We've received a lot of in-kind resources, a lot of sweat equity, which has gone into advancing the mission just the same. So we've, re- we've gotten a lot of just general investment from the overall community. Absolutely. And has the pandemic affected any of your work? Uh, a little bit, um, but I think that the pandemic is, you know, as it is with everybody else, is really forcing us to be more efficient. It's really forcing us to think outside the box for how we can really meet the needs of of, of our community that, that we're trying to serve. You know, with the global pandemic, things like this happening, it exacerbates the problem even more. Um, it presents our, our organization in a position where, you know, we're needed much more than what we even believed before. So, um, the, the, the pandemic has, has changed us for the better because it, is, it has forced us to create programming that is even more targeted to meet the needs of the community. So now what do you need more of right now from the community? Do you need more books? Do you need more money? Do you need more um, kind of kids that raise their hand and say, hey, I'd like to, to read better? What do you need? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, first and foremost, you know, we're, we're kind of in, in a big fundraising campaign throughout this year to develop like so we're really in the process of really building out a park in Springfield so we're 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 doing a, a huge fundraising campaign we're probably going to need anywhere between 50 to 70 $70,000 to complete that project so yeah we need a lot of that um we're really asking for for parents you know um who have children who may not be able to read well or community organizations where they have a lot of children that are coming in there um absolutely like we need those people to reach out to us because because we're trying to better efficiently meet their needs. So um, kids who need books, uh, we're doing programs now where we're, where we're sending books directly to, to families and to children, you know, to, to their parents based off of um, themes that they actually like. So um, we're trying to meet that need now. So any way that people can, can do that, whether that's giving us kids who can do that or leading us towards resources where we can raise a staggering amount of money. Now, can you share a story about how this organization has made an impact on one of those kids? Like maybe somebody who hadn't been reading well and all of a sudden now they're a 
voracious reader? Yeah, um, you know, absolutely. You know, we have a uh, we we run a program. We run a, a mentorship program where we work with kids. You know, about twice a month, and we 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 help them with their reading and things like that. So there's there's about twenty kids, twenty kids in that group, and I would say at least a third of them. You know. Well, we made the we made the group very diversified. Where there were kids who were, you know, better readers, some kids who were low on the reading scale. So I would say the kids who are low on the reading scale have had significant improvement in how they can read and 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 just also a, a better cultural understanding of who they are and and, and of what they're reading. Absolutely. And then um, when you were doing this kind of work, and you see the the kids' face when all of a sudden now they have this whole world of books and reading in front of them that must be so rewarding oh man that that's i think that's the most fulfilling part especially now that we're selling we're sending books directly to 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 parents and, and to kids um to their homes you know we're getting feedback from 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 parents like you know my, my son is gonna love this or my daughter's already read this book these five books you sent to us they've already read it five times over so so when we get the, when we get those messages which we get them every week you know just like that, that just that general excitement i think that's what makes it worth it. Understanding that we know, even if it's one kid, that it's if it's reaching them and it and it uh, changes their worldview, then that's that's really all that matters. So now, how do you see the organization growing? What's next for you guys? Yeah, you know, um, when we started, you know, we really just wanted to, to end book deserts in the state of Ohio um, by t- by uh, twenty twenty one. That was kind of our mission. But you know, as we've grown, as we've, uh, as we've provided all those resources, we started to find out, like as I mentioned earlier, health is a major problem, food is a major problem, peace is a major problem. So our organization is kind of our mission has grown. So over the next, I'll say over the next three to five years, you know, we're really focused on you know the whole of the community and developing what we call um, children's equity zones, where you know we're able to provide resources that meet their needs unequivocally. So. That's what's next for us um, is that we continue to be strong advocates and, and we continue to partner with organizations around the community that can meet health needs, that can meet safety needs, that can meet as much as, as and also continue to meet education needs. So that's, that's, that's where we are now. We're expanding, we're growing, and we hope that over the next three to five years, we can um, meet the needs of many more, many more people in the community in a more efficient way as well. Well, tell us about that Declaration of Children's Rights. What are the kind of the tenets of that? Yeah, you know, the Declaration of Children's Rights, um, you know, we we, we wanted to, uh, as, as we're looking at our mission, you know, education, culture, health, and peace. Um, you know, we looked at other organizations, whether that was the United Nations and, and their Declaration of Children's Rights. And as I mentioned earlier, we were talking about equity zones, you know, under those four tenets, education, culture, health, and peace. Uh, we didn't want to develop programming around those and then have our community, you know, be be advocates around each of those in however way they, they, they see fit. So, you know, the Declaration of Children's Rights is just a way for us to put all of those um, under one umbrella and then give people the opportunity or give regular community members the opportunity to say, you know, I pledge to support the community in health by, you know, picking up picking up trash at the park. I, I pledge to to help the community in education by, by you know, uh, hosting a, a free little library in front of my house or being responsible for restocking each of the, a library, you know, within my neighborhood with, with books that we provide. So um, the Declaration of Children's Rights essentially is activating the community um, to take action in a way that best sees, that, that they see, that they best see fit 
within those four tenants that we've created under our mission. So if somebody wanted to learn more and get involved with the organization, uh, what's the website? Yeah, you know, our website is uh, www.theconsciousconnect.org. Um, so, uh, they, you know, people can reach us out there. Uh, we have social media, all, you know, four different social media f- platforms. So people can reach us, can reach us there as well. Um, but yeah, these are things that we promote on our website and as well as, as, as well on our social media. So people have the capacity um, to reach out to us to learn more. And, and, and we also have a pledge page on our website where they can sign up, they can take the pledge and then let us know what it is that they're interested in, in advocating for. And then we'll reach out to them and try to provide them the resources and the direction for them to start doing that. Well, Moses, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work in the community. Thank you so much, Lee. I really appreciate you for having us. And once again, if people want to learn more to donate, to volunteer, all that good stuff is on their website, theconsciousconnect.org. Thank you again, Moses. Thank you so much, Lee. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all again next time on Dayton Business Radio.